Hi guys, <laughs> and welcome back to RT Shanti, where respiratory therapists live out loud with me, your host, Linda Fry, the asthma lady. I just want to say welcome back to everybody and hi to anyone new joining us today. Uh, so today's uh, episode is going to be asthma educator tips, and I want to talk about providing asthma education uh, with the scrubs and the lab coat and without the scrubs and the lab coat. So I have done it both, both ways. And I want to talk about my experiences. So kind of do a versus, right? Okay. But before we do that, please, I just want to ask us to everyone to like, share and subscribe. Um, we on Google podcasts, and we are on YouTube. We are on Google Podcasts every Wednesday. And we are on YouTube every Thursday. So please know that we are growing together. Okay? So, so much more to come um, on Google, po- Google Podcasts and YouTube. All right. So, as a respiratory therapist and a public health um, professional... I have provided asthma education in different settings. So people, um, I've become an expert in this area um, because I've been doing it now since 2010, right? So what is that, 12 years? So yeah, I've been doing it for a little bit now. And I run the asthma education program. So I deal with funding and grants and just budgeting and everything that comes with um, having a health program. So I want to talk about just providing asthma education as these two entities, right? And um, just the experiences I have between the two. So let's talk about the white coat syndrome, um, aka our lab coats, aka the white coat, aka, you know, the germ collector. <laughs> we all know that's what it is, but um, this is our uniform in the hospital for most of us, anyway. So, okay, so the white coat, the white coat syndrome is basically uh, when someone has this on. So, a provider or a healthcare professional, your patients pretty much believe everything you say because you have on the white coat and the stethoscope, right? So there is a link between patient satisfaction and the white coat, the AKA the lab coat. So patients do feel um, like that, that you know what you're talking about and that this is, uh, this shows professional professionalism. Um, and they also see it as a form of authority, right? So think about other cultures and in other countries, um, folks that are in the health field or that are <clears throat> um, doctors, they have, um, they're seen very high. I mean, that's in most cultures or whatever, but they're seen very high up. And so, you know, here, when someone is wearing the lab coat with the stethoscope or whatever, it's 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 
it's seen as the same thing, right? So with that being said, I have done asthma education with the scrubs, my lab coat, and my stethoscope. So what happens is when you ask patients questions um, with all of this stuff on, they answer the question the way they think that you want them to answer the question. So whatever the answers they feel like they should be saying is what they're going to give you, right? So your classic question, something like, um, do you smoke or does anyone smoke in the home? Of course, it's like, oh, no, no, no smoking, no, no. And it's like you can smell the smoke on them, right? So um, know that, you know, they want, because they feel like the person is of, of, of an authoritative person that's wearing the, the lab coat. So, um, so yes. Yeah, so when, hence why we, we tend to go for motivational interviewing, which is when we just say, Hey, Miss Jackson, tell me about your asthma or tell me your experiences with your asthma this past couple of weeks or the past four weeks. So we give you the opportunity to talk more so we can kind of hear you know, what's going on with you versus those close-end questions, right? So when, what what I have noticed, and we, we like I said, we can, we can debate on this. Yes, there is, like we said, there's a link between patient satisfaction and the white coat. But I personally, what I have seen is that you get further when you're doing asthma education without the scrubs and the lab coat and the stethoscope. Uh, because I feel like it's more of a, of a, um, a partnership, a, a success partner, more of a coach. It's like, I'm giving you the tools that you need to manage your own asthma because this is something you have to deal with for a long time. So we are, you know, so I am your coach. I'm not really, don't see me as somebody as a authoritative figure. So you're not just saying things just to please me. Okay. So you're actually doing things because we both want you to get, um, to get better. So know that, uh, like I said, I've gone, I've done asthma education in the clinical setting and I've done it at, at in, in the patient's home and <laughs> you get totally, the doctors will speak to them in the clinic and then they will see someone from my team, um, to provide asthma education. And then if, if, if we're, um, if they qualify and, um, we're able to provide a home visit, um, and this was prior to COVID when we used to, when we used to actually go into the home, everything is virtual right now. But when we will actually go to the home, this is when we would really see what is going on. So, you know, you would literally see the, 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 the ashtray right there <laughs> with a lit cigarette in the ashtray. You would see the cat that was not mentioned 
at all during the visit um, pass by you. And this is when you become um, the, 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 the eyes and the ears of, of the doctor in, in the home. So they are not aware of all these things going on. But you now, you get to uh, um, give them the puzzle pieces to um to to help them with how to take control of their asthma right so i mean so i so i already said this but i personally have chosen to provide asthma education and home visits wearing casual work attire um i am not wearing a three piece suit nor am I wearing uh, uh, um, scrubs in the lab coat. And I do feel like it has gotten me further, like I said, working as a coach and um, coming in like basically something like this. We do have, let me see if I have the shirt behind me. Oh yeah, my team, we had shirts that look like this where it said, well, you probably can't read the words. I think it's backwards on this, but take control of your asthma shirts. So they knew that we were a part of the team. We'd be coming up. Mind you, we would do home visits in these neighborhoods that they knew we were not from that neighborhood. Um, so we couldn't wear anything that brought a lot of attention to ourselves. Um, you know, we, we work with a lot of immigration uh, um, uh, families that come that come from these type of neighborhoods and so you we couldn't you couldn't look like you worked for you know different agencies and whatnot okay so when we got to the homes we made sure to focus on just helping as much as possible peel back barriers towards asthma control and taking care of triggers and all these things. So once again, you are a coach and know that this person opened the door to you. And, um, this was, this is a, a voluntary, it's not something that you can force. So clearly the person needs the help. Okay. So, um, yeah, so that's pretty much my opinion. And I mean, feel free to debate me on it. I mean, have you provided asthma education yourself in scrubs and feel like it's very effective just only in the scrubs and the lab coat? Or have you, are you, are you like me where you've done it both ways? Sorry about that. Where you've done it both ways with, with the lab coat and without the lab coat. All right. So please leave your comments, um, below. And so, so thank you so much, guys. I mean, this is a part of my asthma educator series. Uh, folks ask me a lot of questions as far as asthma education, building an asthma program. How is it to be a respiratory therapist and a public health um, um, prof uh, professional? How is it to run an asthma program? How is it to work with community health workers? So I do get a lot of these questions. So I just said like, okay, let me just start to talk more about these things. But I still also like to talk about career development and career advice because I have been working since the age of 14. So I have, 
I have grown a lot professionally. I've gotten very far, and, and sometimes I, I'm at uh, at how far I've gotten. Right. So, thank you so much, guys, today for joining me. And once again, we are here on YouTube every Wednesday. Oh, we on YouTube every Thursday, and we on Google Podcasts every Wednesday at 6 um, p.m. Right, so thank you so much and I just want to say remember to invest in yourself and to only compete with yesterday's version of you bye guys